Hi guys, I am so excited for this episode. I have two of my best friends right here with me. Today is my episode of, I don't know if this is going to turn into my best friend exposes me, but we're definitely going to have a lot of fun conversations. And uh, by the way, her name is Seven. She's right here. And (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. So do we want to start off with how me and Seven met? Or how Acacia and Seven met, because they actually do know each other. So, funny story. Seven and I actually met before Avantika and I met, officially. Because Avantika and I met multiple times without it clicking, as we've said before. So, Seven and I met because on the Europe trip that I went on with Grayson and many, many other people, um, we actually met in the airport in Atlanta. So we had our, our layover from Phoenix to Atlanta, um, before we left the country. And I don't know, Seven, how you like ended up with our group, like walking around. Do you remember? Um, I was the only person from our school on that trip and everyone else had a bunch of other people from their school on their trip. And so I was like, I don't know anyone. And like, I I kind of knew the flutes from practicing with them, but I really didn't really have any friends. And so I was just kind of wandering around and we ended up, um, I think, sitting close to each other on the way over to the layover. And um, I just remember sitting down and playing cards with those... Um, <sighs> Kids from Tennessee. With the kids from Tennessee. <laughs> and they had the cutest accents. Yes, that was that was so fun. And, I remember um, one of you, probably seven, telling me about this. I accent. still have them on Snapchat. Like the ones <laughs> we added, I still have them on Snapchat. I had a streak with one of them for a long time. That's funny. But yeah, it was... Forgive me, I forget the other girls' names. But there were like two others that were in our like little group of four for like the first at that point it was Kayla and Aubrey I think so yeah yeah and we just like sat together for like a little while and we played cards and um yeah it was just kind of checking up on each other throughout the whole um trip yeah because we were on the same bus still which is interesting because like they had the buses by geographic location of schools, which you'd think like Chandler and Scottsdale like would not be in the same group, but somehow they were, which is also hilarious that you're the only person from your school because Hamilton's huge. No. And like you'd think other, and mo- a lot of people there have money. So you'd think like more people would have gone on the trip, but shockingly only said. I think I've said this like three times on this podcast but that is one of my biggest regrets I feel like that trip would have been so much fun especially because well me and seven weren't super close no we were actually we were really close at that point yeah that was junior year so it would have been oh I don't even know why I didn't even give it a thought I was like oh it's too expensive it's not something I'm interested in but it would have been something I would have loved Honestly, I think looking back, like it was very worth the price. Like if you think about all the stuff we got out of it, I feel like it wasn't like too, too overpriced. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Seven, do you think it was like fairly priced? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I worked, um, I worked for a lot of the price, um, because that was like the deal with my parents. Um, 
to be able to go. And I, my parents said a million times the day I came back home, it was like, I was a new person. I had so much fun. And I remember very distinctly in the airport with seven, she did her whole spiel trying to convince us that she was adopted and that the people did number names where she was adopted from. Do you not remember this? Session? Oh my God. I totally forgot that I did that. Yeah. Because, because people of course every... always ask, people always ask about your name. And so you did this. Story. And I remember I told Avantika this when we figured out that we both knew you and she was like, oh yeah, you know, she's done that before because she just gets so sick of people with her name. <laughs> it's just, it's boring, like saying the truth over and over again. So you just come up with stories because it's so unique even the first time I met her she came to like a band information session or something that's literally the first thing I said to she was like hi I'm seven and I said oh what a cool name and she said I get that a lot and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) do you seem so blunt when I first meet people (laughs) do people look at how it ends up it ends up perfect do people ever say Steven like assuming there's like a a T like a T left out that's yeah um whenever I went to the doctor's office like as a kid I would always listen for the name Steven because that was what they would always call me of like Steven you can come back but one time there was actually a Steven and they called Steven and I got up and Steven got up and it was really awkward (laughs) I was like oh sorry I'm not Steven I don't about you saying that you come off really blunt at the beginning Grayson maintained that you were blunt the entire trip with him because I don't know if you listened to the episode with him but we brought you up and he was like oh yes everyone's like so cool like she's like so above everything like she just did not take my bullshit like she's very like cool calm collected the whole time whereas like most people like Grayson can get a rise out of people but you just like didn't take it and yeah, so he I was like that. that was his like memory that he would like every once in a while he'd like try and talk to you and he'd like try and like get a reaction out of you and you'd just be like not having it okay seven has two younger siblings they're both sisters they're both like younger than her she is used to chaos and turmoil everywhere so Grayson was just like another thing she was like I'm used to it He's just yeah, a I've, I've met like people like him and not like in a bad way but like I've I've just like met people who like are constantly trying to get um reactions or like trying to be funny and I love it so I I kind of like play along and it's kind of funny trying to get the reaction out of them instead um and I think I did a couple times but I don't remember being so blunt with him and now I kind of feel bad. (laughs) No, you shouldn't. It was definitely like a compliment from him. Like he wasn't like saying it in a bad way. But Avantika, by that logic, I have three younger sisters. I should not like have reacted. But you know, it's, it's just the history, I think probably. And that Grace and I are literally such polar opposites. Like I can't not react. I guess also just I like know. both of your personalities too, Acacia and Seven. They're they're not like the, exactly the same, so I think that also contributes to it. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably enough about me. You guys are like the important part of the episode. So, how did you guys meet and the, all the stories? So I actually just mentioned it when I said she came in for that band information session. I remember she had her youngest sister with her. She was still in her little car seat thing. She was probably a few months old. And now she's like, what, four? 
She's almost five, yeah. Almost five. So, like, she's just a representation of our friendship because I saw her when she was a baby baby, and then as she grows up, our friendship grows. So that was the first time we met. We didn't get close until... I think, like, beginning of junior year. Right, because she joined sophomore year, both of our sophomore years. So we didn't get freshman year, and then sophomore year was mostly just a year of adjusting and getting used to everything. And then, yeah, beginning of junior year was when we became really close. We had, like, you took a push. I also took a push. So we had, like, that in common. I think, did we sit next to each? Because I remember I got promoted to wind ensemble for junior year. And I remember you were my section leader in sophomore year. And then you were drum major next year. And I remember just like always looking up to you and being kind of nervous. And and I was like, oh, she's so nice. Like, I want to like joke around with her. And so I think I tried to sit next to you. And in wind ensemble junior year was definitely when we started talking a lot more. Yeah. And then we never stopped sitting next to each other. We were actually talking about this yesterday. It was our senior year and we always have chair placements. And both of us, like we placed well, but we didn't place right next to each other. And so when we went back down to sit, me and Seven just sat by each other because we wanted to. And everyone else was like, hey, like, that's not fair. What are our chair placements? And me and Seven just kind of looked at each other. And we're like, it's fine. Let, let's just sit here. It's okay. Like, it doesn't matter that much. And everyone else is like, no, like, I think I was two chairs ahead. No, like, I don't, this isn't fair. And we were just like, it's okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> each other, like, it'll be okay. It's fine. It doesn't matter. And we're like, we you know in here. the flute section, though, you know, the toxic competition, like, you should have known the girls would not go for that. They're also, right. I wanted to add in the aside that I always forget the seven place flute like I've heard it a million times you've told me several times but I don't know if you remember this but I said this to you during the trip that for me your personality strikes me as a different instrument like for I always picture you playing brass I remember talk oh my my like personality when I first meet people is so much different than when I actually talk to people because like I I just I just Uh, my name and like my personality gives me like such a good reason to like talk to people in a different way so I I remember distinctly being like well what instrument do you think I play yeah I get French horn vibes from you even though like I know you play flute I don't know you strike me as a brass player so I've always thought it's like French horn so French horn's like the classier version of brass, so I'll take it. Exactly. It's not, I mean, I'm not saying you play trumpet. That would be an insult, so. That would be. (laughs) And the flute kind of got passed down to you. Like, your mom used to play flute, and that's how you kind of got into it, too. So maybe it wasn't, like, entirely your decision. But I think the flute fits you. Or maybe it's just because I've seen you in that section, right? (laughs) Yeah, my mom used to play flute in high school, and um, when I was picking my instrument for a middle school band, I distinctly remember her saying, do not play flute. <laughs> and I just did not listen. You took I that and ran. Flute. It sounds cool. And she was like, you're not going to like it. Do clarinet or something. I don't care. And I was like, no. 
see, I wanted to be a flute girl. And my dad was like, no. So here we are 10 years later. Band kids are all the same in in the end. Right. True. You can go straight to if you have anything that's funny about like roasting Avantika about funny. Yeah, thanks. You're not even going to ease into that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even throughout the podcast or stuff that I've like said, like that just like, you know, roasts in there. But if you have any to add, you I feel like you have very, uh, very special brand of humor and wit seven that I feel like you can you can bring to roasting Avantika that I don't have that subtlety, you know. Um. There's honestly way too many. Thanks. Wow. (laughs) Like, I don't know. She's, let's just pretend that she's not here. (laughs) This is great. Wow. (laughs) No, she's just so, something that I find really interesting is when she is using her customer service voice. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so like when she's like talking to someone that she's not very close to, she just goes like, hey, <laughs> like, yes. how are you? Like, I was just wondering. Um, and like every time she reads out text messages to us, I don't know if this is the same for you, but she always goes like, hey, so I was just wondering, um, what do you think about this? And it's always the exact same situation of like, Hey! <laughs> yeah, so she did this. Know. It was it was so great. She did an announcement to the band advertising oh, our yes. ice cream social, and she gets up there, and I hear the hey! Oh my gosh, it's about <laughs> It's true. You know what? We all have a voice that we do when we don't know someone, and we're trying to be formal. But yours is funny because Seven described it so well. It is literally like a customer service voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes up like five pitches. I don't know why it's yes. so high. Probably nerves, honestly. Yes, I don't get nervous public yeah. speaking though. I just I'm trying to be polite, and I guess at least I you didn't voice polite. crack. Like who voice cracked the other day? I oh that was Laura, but yeah, I have Laura. cracked in front of the <laughs> Hamilton band before. That was yes. a fun time. But also, like sometimes me and Seven would be on the phone while I was working at Mathnasium because it was like online. And so she would see that flip so often. I'd be talking to her, and then a kid would have a question. So I'd be like, Oh, how can I help you? (laughs) (laughs) So she's seen that multiple times. Seven used to work, you still kind of do work in customer service. You used to work at Green Corner, now at Fry's. So I guess you have a very good insight on what customer service voices sound like. Yeah, I I think I was trying to escape the whole customer service um, void of just like, I didn't really like the whole like fake personality of like trying to interact with people. I really just wanted to like be genuine. Um, and so I, I tried to switch to another job and... Um, Recently, I've been kind of wanting to interact with people (laughs) more, which is kind of ironic. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I really pick up on the customer service type of like high pitchedness and it, it gets to me because I want people to be genuine. And so I think that's when I hear you do it 
Avantika, I'm just like, oh my god, this is not her. Someone please stop her. That makes sense. Yeah. Yours isn't as bad as some people though. Like I feel like your whole your whole personality doesn't change. Like it's still you. It's just like a different voice and like more of like a saccharine sweet version of you. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. I I have a friend who her personality changes and I'm like, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I have something that would expose myself. But like we've kind of talked about it. Just the fact of how um how caught up I get in guys just in general. Like I'd say, I'm gonna say it. (laughs) Okay, I said it, so you didn't have to. I just have a very boy crazy mentality. I don't know what it is. Yeah. See, I can't say that because I would just be being hypocritical because that's one of the reasons we get along is because I feel like we're both fairly boy crazy. So exactly. No, I get it. I understand like the need for like, I feel like the reason I'm not as boy crazy is because I have a longer term relationship. I was just going to say, and you guys are so cute and so committed. I saw the beginning of that, by the way. I didn't play a super big role, but I remember you You played played a supporting role. Kind of, I did. Peyton was like the primary person, but I supported Peyton. Therefore, I supported both of you as well. No, but you supported me on the sidelines too. I was the one coming to you for all the advice. True. I was like, I don't know. And like, you helped plan like the proposal and I (laughs) I don't understand why you freaked out so much when I started freaking out, but like there was this group (laughs) chat where like I I mentioned to her after school one day I was like do you think he's gonna propose for me prom and I don't know like if I even want to go like I don't like, I don't know. It it, it seems kind of late. Do you think he's even thinking about it? And she apparently texted to the group chat of all the people, code red, code red. She's going, she, she thinks that nothing's happening. We need to move it along. We need to do something. She's, she's having doubts. That's so Avantika. Oh my God. Because we were just in the planning stages of it. We were like, we know he wants to ask her. We know we want to do something. We just haven't thought of what yet. And I was like, oh my God, she's already having doubts. She's already worrying. We need to like start moving this process along, start thinking of something. Um, I thought it was just like, we need to do something. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely like playing a supporting role though, for sure. Is that how he like, is that when you guys like started dating? Like was, do you count like from the promposal or when do you count the dating anniversary? Um, Our dating anniversary is February 15th. And he asked me like a month later. Um, He wanted to ask me on Valentine's Day um, at our band concert. We had just spent... um, like after school I asked him if we could hang out and we like got dinner and played video games and um then we went back to the band concert and he wanted to ask me to be his girlfriend that night but there were no more roses left um at being sold at the band concert we were doing a little fundraiser of selling roses Mm -hmm. and of course he had to set up he's in percussion so he was doing his thing by the time he went outside to buy a rose they were all gone so he's like oh there goes my plan 
And then he texted me that night. He's like, can I talk to you tomorrow? And I was like, sure. And I literally thought he was going to be like, I don't know. I think we should just be friends. Like, Oh, I dang. Really Seven called me the night before. And she's <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sad. Like, I thought this was going to be something good. But I guess we're just not on the same page. I'm going to talk to him in the morning. And she was so nervous walking up to him, too. But then he asked her out. I feel like him saying, like, can I talk to you tomorrow did not set the right tone. I know. He's, I'm not going to bash him, but he, <laughs> he, he hasn't had any practice on girls before me. And so we're just kind of a learning curve. Um, but he got it. He got Funny me. story. Funny story, actually. So we, uh, Seven was one of the first guests we wanted to have on the podcast because we sat, to, sat down and made a list of the episodes we wanted to do and guests we wanted to have. Seven was like top of the list because she was like our our like closest mutual friend. And then she turned us down. She wasn't ready there. She, she was wasn't playing she wasn't hard ready. to get. She was playing hard to get. And so then like at, at most of our episodes, like where we've had guests, he'd be like, if you want to be a guest, let us know. And her boyfriend offered <laughs> before Seven ever agreed. Like, I don't know, how many, how many months ago probably did he offer Monica? Like two or three? No, I'd say maybe one, one and a half, but he's the sweetest because he talked to Seven and he was like, hey, Seven, I know you're not super comfortable being on it yet, but would it be okay if I was on it? And like, that's so sweet of him to ask. So, and then of course, Seven was like, yeah, you can do it if you want. We haven't had a chance to have him on, but maybe sometime soon. He's on the list. So Mm -hmm. is she as bad with you with having a Dory brain? Like just forgetting stuff all the time? Yes. (laughs) And Seven hates it because she's, well, both of you guys are really big planners. So if you have something set, you're going to do it. You, I don't know how you remember it. There's too much stuff that's Other why you have your calendar and you have a calendar I do have a calendar and I think and like so you know how journals. I am what you have a million journals too I don't understand how you don't remember things so you I think seven actually inspired me to get a google calendar and then I inspired Acacia to get a google calendar so now we're all on the same wagon and I think that yeah. definitely helps it's Ooh, been a chain reaction especially yeah. with like how busy we all are I always check the Google Calendar. I'm like, oh, I forget. Is she in a class right now? And yeah. he usually is. Yes. <laughs> we synced. I don't know. We last semester, I think, because we weren't in person, we had a lot more time. But this semester, we have our Google Calendar shared so we can figure out when to call. And we've kind of figured out now. Like, she knows, like, in between classes now and she'll just call me so and it's funny because I have a calling schedule for both of you so I'm like okay after my Spanish class I'll call Acacia but then when I'm driving to school in the morning I call seven so I have it all figured out and I get to talk to both of you (laughs) and you know it's like thinking about like I don't think she forgets about events a lot of times it's more like I told her something and she forgot or she has told me something and she starts telling me again like more like that it's less like events it's little things like that or it it carries over into her not knowing how to get anywhere like she would die without google maps yes oh my gosh if you did not have a phone you would be lost on a deserted island somehow which she didn't have a phone for a long time so i don't know how she got i don't know how you did that that was well okay so i used to write down all my directions on pen and paper be like right turn on what is this the 18th century avantika 
Oh my God. It was before I had a phone. So what else was I supposed to do? And that worked out pretty well. And then I would just reverse the directions on the way home. So I was like, okay, I took a left turn. So I'm going to take a right turn. But I distinctly remember like getting to Peyton's house that way. I think we met at Will's house one time. I wrote down directions for that. See, so- you think that that would make you better now because you had to do it the hard way for so long, but you probably would still need to get directions to get to some of those places. It's kind of sad, honestly. Like, I don't know why my sense of direction is that bad. Both of you guys are really good at it. Like, Seven can just drive anywhere and she and knows where she ends up somehow. And then Acacia, you're kind of the same way too. You just know the roads really well. Yeah. I Although I did get lost going to your house once. I took the wrong freeway. I ended up on the parallel freeway that goes by Chandler. So, like, there's the I don't know which is the one that goes like right at the exit, but I ended up on the, uh, and then there's like downtown Chandler in the middle. And I ended up on the other side of downtown Chandler. So I was parallel to where I needed to be. So, and then I, but I got off at the right exit. So I had to drive through downtown Chandler. So it added like 15 minutes to the time to get to the house. Yeah. I remember the first time I drove to Acacia's house was not the first time, maybe the second time or something was when I took the freeway by myself. And I was so nervous and so scared because both of you know my driving history. It's not the best and I hate driving, but Acacia lives so far away that I'm like, this is the only way I can get to her. So I no, to you took surface streets the first time. So it was definitely, yeah. the she, she doubled her commute time because she refused to take uh, the freeway the first time. And so then after that, she's like, okay, I'll just buckle down and take the freeway because it took her like exactly. almost an hour taking surface streets. I just hate driving. But now, obviously, I'm good with the freeway. I need to take it to school every day. So we have made growth. Seven has been with me through, like, all my relationships. So I feel like she has good insight on that. But I don't know if there's any... I'm not to touch on the boy topic because I feel like it's, it's too... I don't know if you want me to touch on the boy topic. Yeah, no, I don't care. We have so many episodes on boys that I'm sure our listeners like kind of know half the stories too. I know that's also the other thing because I, I listen to like half of the episodes and half of the episodes are about boys. And so I know, we're like, so bad. We need, we need more diverse content. True. No, it's really interesting to listen to. The only issue is that I've heard most of it before. And so I don't want to like, double back on it on the exact same show (laughs) I think I think it's just true of most people but like I feel like Avantika especially she definitely like has a predictable cycle with guys like that she goes through like does the same things kind of says the same things I don't know that could be the same for me Avantika you tell me but I feel like you definitely like there's a pattern a little bit but Like you said, I think it's just for everyone. You have your go-to moves while you're flirting. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Seven actually introduced me to musicals. Like, I didn't really listen to them before. And actually, next week, I'm going to watch Hamilton. So I'm really excited for that at Gamage. So she's the one who, like, got me into musicals. Bontek and I are going the same night, but we're going to be in totally different seats because I'm going with my family, so... Also, you're missing rehearsal, tisk tisk. Because I'm getting food. Are you just not going to eat? Food is a non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah and especially I'll like I was going to say, especially for you, but that's sleep. Sleep is your non-negotiable. So. Food and sleep, honestly, both of them. Like I can't go without either of them. 
Seven, you said you had a lot of roasts about Avantika. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat here. I need to hear the other ones. I don't want to be mean. No, 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 no. My Go best friends it. literally roasted me up and down. You're, it's it's fair treatment. That was one of Seven's out. favorite episodes. She loved the it one. It was so funny. Me. I think that uh, they need their own podcast. Oh, yeah. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. It would be funny. And because they're twins, too. I feel like it would be interesting. They don't have time for that, man. The amount of time it took to try and schedule to get them on. <laughs> Seriously. Busy people. Yeah. We definitely bond over a lot of um, similar family situations, especially with younger sisters. Also, you also didn't have a phone for a period of time when I didn't have a phone. So we also had that to talk about or at least bond about because no one else, literally no one else in the world didn't have a phone at that point. We were both in high school. So we used to text each other over remind messages. Oh my God. (laughs) And then also funny, we used to send, we had like a shared Google document and we used to text in that. So we would, and we still have records of it. It's funny to look back on, but we would just text back and forth on our Google document and just check it between classes and everything. So that was our way of communication. The lengths we would go to. Honestly. We were also talking about how we took it for granted that we got to see each other every single day for an hour a day, even more during marching season. Because now, like, we were doing different things. We obviously don't go to the same school. So we're like, oh, I wish we just had an excuse to see each other like that. But even me and Acacia, we go to the same school, but we don't see each other, obviously. Yeah, I like, I feel like that even was an adjustment thing because, like, we were able to, like, talk and call all the time. And now, like, now we're getting more into it. But, like, the past couple weeks, like, we had barely, we didn't really talk. Like, it was, it ended up being, like, once a week where we had, like, a big catch-up or whatever. And even though we see each other, in air quotes, like, three times a week, there's no time to talk. So. I think it's interesting that Avantika is one of the most structured people I know um, on paper. And there's a big butt coming up, but, but um, I think it, I do most of the planning when it comes to like anything we do. Like I, I have a nickname called secretary seven because I just do all of like, I don't, how do I explain it? <laughs> it's just like all the logistical stuff. I leave that to you. You know what time we're going to meet. You know who's driving. You know what we're doing. You know what time we're going to be back. You know what roads we're going to take. You're just good at that kind of stuff. I'll just show up and eat the food. <laughs> but I would say that you're like a more book smart person. And I'm maybe not necessarily street smart, but just like. I'd say you are. Yeah. You know your way. Especially, like, you're good with people and stuff. Not that I'm not, but. I feel like Avantika just likes to cede the control because, like, a lot of times she has to. Like, that's eat true. Stuff. And it's, like, it's not she doesn't like it, but she doesn't have to. It's, like, a break. And so mm-hmm. that's why she's just happy to, like, leave it up to other people if they'll yeah. take control. I think you that. hit that on the head, actually, because 
like with me and seven, I don't have to lead anything. I know she has it taken care of. Same thing with you, Acacia, actually, exactly. even with this podcast, <laughs> like you, you do so much more for the podcast than I do. And it's cause I'm like, it's one less thing for me to worry about. I can focus on my other things. And I know you guys do a great um, job with it. I've yet yeah. to find a friend that I can just cede control. I think it's cause I just, I have such a hard time ceding control. Yeah. Like it would, it would be really hard. <laughs> I think it the trust factors in. I trust both of you guys completely. So I don't feel like I need to micromanage or be on top of it. I know yeah. you have it handled. And it's not that I don't. It's just that you let me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seven is super crazy about Christmas. So yesterday she posted there's a hundred days until Christmas. It's only a hundred days away. I yeah. know. Oh my gosh. And this is a conversation we have every year too. I'm like, seven, it's too early. And she's like, no, I just want to feel some joy. And I'm like, okay, but we can't. You must have been like living in the Christmas shops in Germany. That must have been like your element. I loved, I loved Germany. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. I remember having a list on my phone because I always have lists on my phone of like, all the people that I wanted to get gifts for and ideas that I had for each gift and like half of them were in the Christmas shop because I just wanted to be there were like eight no not eight okay there were maybe like three or four different Christmas shops in like that little town Mm -hmm. and I remember getting Will like a little drummer boy um little ornament because he's a drummer boy and and I remember getting like ornaments with and they had like little ornaments um with like our our trip yeah on the back for us that was yeah, I so got one and it was like a little town like that acknowledged that we were going to be there that's really nice probably I remember like you said they've been going for multiple years so it's a long tradition yeah. I remember the girl I would walked in and she was like welcome and she was writing in sharpie all the things on the mm-hmm. ornaments I saw her handwriting it in sharpie like on there. So I got a little saxophone one. Wait, you need to listen to the Grayson episode because you would you were a part of like several of the stories or you observed the stories. So it would be funny because it was much to Grayson's chagrin that there were multiple Christmas shops because we dragged him to all of them and that he was very upset by that. I loved all of them. <laughs> I think I actually have some pictures in the Christmas shop where you're like in the background. Probably. I was, I was um, looking at my at my photos and I was finding all these pictures of us in London because mm-hmm, that's where we hung out mostly. that was London was mostly oh yeah because didn't you see Phantom with me nope no oh wait no Les Mis Les Mis, yes. Les Mis yeah everyone went to see Phantom and we saw Les Mis because I didn't want to see Phantom because I had seen it already but I hadn't seen Les Mis so we were in the group with that do you remember that group dynamic was so like strange like I felt like yes. weirdly you remember the taxi ride back to the hotel was yes. like we were like trying to figure out how to split the money and the driver was like really weird and and we were like <laughs> I remember like it was so awkward because we had never really talked to these people and now we were trying to like come up with a financial like agreement yeah (laughs) and I I remember everyone wanted to go see Phantom and I was like no I think it'll be cool because like Les Mis is set in France and we were gonna go to France yeah 
I think Les Mis is a better musical than Phantom. I did I enjoy it. It was good. Yeah. I love they, they had the spinning off. stage, the rotating Oh, stage. yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I just remember sitting at dinner because we went to um, Wagamama, <gasps> which I had. ramen place. Yeah. So it was Wagamama. And yeah. it was, and it was really good. Like, I remember I have a picture of my food, but I remember just sitting at dinner and being so uncomfortable. I, was, I, like, I felt, I felt like, and I think, I don't know if I was sitting next to you or if you were sitting at the other end of the table, but I just remember being like, this is so weird. Like these people are, I'm like not vibing with them. Like, this is so strange. <laughs> I have like pictures. Do you remember? Like, it was like a giant, um, like where's Waldo type of like mural. And yeah. I have pictures of that too. And it was like all the, um, all of the musicals and like, uh, plays that were going on. London was fun. Here is, oh wait, nope. Oh yeah, there we are in front of the Albert Memorial. Cute. Yeah, we like hung out at the beginning. Before it was, before Grayson and Caleb and Katrina and Jocelyn were in the mix, it was seven- Kayla, Aubrey, um, and me. And that was like kind of our little group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember I have a picture of you in um, Windsor when we were walking down the street in the morning and I'm like, or it's a video and I'm panning like, and it's super sweet and peaceful. And then you just jump across the video. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely sounds like me. Here's a cinnamon roll. Ooh. Was that from the cafe in in the in the thing in Windsor? Mm-hmm. I, I, was I with you? Because I I, I remember like we were together. Yeah, because we wanted to have like tea, and so yes, oh my gosh, yeah. yes, I remember. And I feel like you even gave me a bite of cinnamon roll, or someone gave me a bite of because I didn't get a pastry. I probably gave you a bite of cinnamon roll. Yeah, I also I'm a food stealer, so like definitely. I'm a food it works out well. Yeah, I remember you know because we sat. It was like the cast iron fence kind of in like the middle of yep. this like shopping center and we like ordered a pot of tea and like people got pastries yes we were sitting Isn't together queen victoria pastry that's the one you gave me a bite of yeah yeah Victoria's lunch. hungry yeah i love how this has turned into europe reminiscing vodka we're just excluding you it's okay it's okay i've heard the stories We have to do song of the week. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yes. See, that's the one thing about my Dory brain. I can't remember a song of the week ever, ever. ever. I carry the theme on that one. Seven always has good song recommendations. I'm I've got a lot of my songs. I'm ready. Okay, Seven, you can start us off. I need okay. to think. Let me pull up my current playlist. I have a playlist for each month. And she okay. makes it herself. Okay, so I have one, and it's called, um, which one? I have, like, seven. We're going to go with this one. Um, So it's called Maria by Two Feet, and um, it's very (laughs) vibey. How do you explain it? It, 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 um, We've We've described so many songs like that. Okay, that's we've described them as vibey. They have a summer vibe. They're catchy, and okay. that's basically it. Not 
It's not a summer vibe. I'll give it that. Cinematic. Cinematic. There you go. That's a good one. I'll go next because this is a song that Seven introduced to me too. It's called Breeze Blocks. And there's a story behind it too. It's about this guy who like kills his wife or something. (laughs) It sounds really bad, but it's a really good song. (laughs) And like the story goes backwards in time. So it talks about she's dead and then like what happened and how and basically he drowned her in the bathtub oh using my those blocks. I know it's so morbid, it's so messed up, but the song's good. Is it catchy or what makes it's the song so good? Breeze blocks by um Alt something. It is catchy. Breeze by Alt J. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. really good. Take our word for it. Okay, I'll go listen to it. Okay, mine is, as usual, a Spanish song. So this week it's Entre Nosotros, which means Between Us. And it's, I've actually been listening to it because I listened to the Viva Latino playlist and they like update it, like just with the hottest songs right now. So it's been on there for weeks. So I've been listening to it for weeks, but it's just like, it's like almost like a slow jazz kind of song, like not elevator music, but like very like, you'd slow dance to it kind of, but then the chorus kind of picks up, but I, I love the intro. Um, and the chorus is like really good. And yeah. Oh, I first think it's by, it's by like Tiago PZK and lit killer. Wow. <laughs> is the other person. Good artist I, I, it, see, it's funny. My car, like it never shows the features. It just shows like the, the main person. So I only ever see Tiago. Um, but I don't like any of his other music, but this song is, is very good. So, yeah. All right. With that, we'll close it up today. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review telling us what you think.